When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we look at how to improve your sleep cycle. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at how to improve the thing that we all need, that one thing that none of us really understand why we do it, but it is so critical to our health, it's so critical to our function, it's so critical to everything. Now, of course, I'm talking about sleep. I'm talking about improving our sleep cycle, our sleep quality. This episode is one of those that I think a lot of people are going to skip, quite honestly, because uh, it's not sexy. It's, it's not the, the little hack here and there, right? But it is such a critical piece of making this whole personal development thing work that I encourage anyone who was able to start this episode, who was able to click on it, to to listen all the way to the end. Now, with that said, support for this episode comes from Tiny Leaps Plus. If you've been listening to this podcast for a little while and want to take your personal development to the next level, then check out Tiny Leaps Plus. As a member, you'll get access to an exclusive community of listeners who are all dedicated to creating change in their lives. Each month, we do a Zoom call together to set goals, check in with each other, and hold each other accountable. Then we share our wins, losses, and lessons learned inside the private community. You'll also get access to guided resources like our goal-setting worksheet designed to help you take the right action consistently. Tiny Leaps Plus is the next step on your journey to creating the outcomes you want. As a member, I will personally hold you accountable to the things you say you want to accomplish, share advice or experience to help support you, and hold your hand, virtually of course, when you find yourself getting stuck. You can join Tiny Leaps Plus today for just $5. And if you aren't happy within 30 days, a full refund will be offered. Head over to www.tinyleapsplus.com today to learn more. That's www.tinyleapsplus.com. Tinyleapsplus.com. Here's a good way to start the show. Uh, Why do you need to improve your sleep cycle in the first place? Improving your sleep cycle is actually one of those things that can help make you more productive. You'll have more energy. You can get higher quality work done. It's one of those things that can help you optimize your health overall and can have massive effects in other areas of your life. In fact, research has shown that poor quality sleep has negative effects on your body, hormones, performance, and even brain function. So with all of that being said, I think the real question is, why wouldn't you want to improve your sleep cycle? So let's dive into it. I'm going to give you five strategies, five very simple things that you can do to improve your quality of sleep, improve your sleep cycle, and and get back on track in this area. So number one, you need to set a definite 
time. Now, this is times around when you go to sleep and times around when you wake up, but set a definite time. This might sound like a simple thing, but it's got to be created according to your needs. It can't just be what people say online. Like you don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. just because people say that that's a good time to wake up. You have to figure out what your priorities are, figure out what your life looks like, be empathetic to the world that you live in, be empathetic to the situation you find yourself in and set your times, your bedtime, your wake time with those things in mind. If you meet friends or a colleague late in the night, then wake up at nine instead of five, wake up at eight instead of five, wake up at noon if you must. The point is to create a regular routine that works for you and your life, the situation you find yourself in, and make sure that you try to stick with it as much as possible. Try to go to sleep and wake up at around the same time every day. The critical piece here, this isn't about when you go to sleep or wake up, it's about the sleep cycle. You want your body to be able to create a specific rhythm for when you are awake and when you go to sleep so that you're able to get higher quality sleep over time. Now, number two, you've got to push through it. And what I mean is you've got to push through the suck. I've been using that phrase a lot lately, but if you're trying to wake up at 6 a.m. when historically you always wake up at 10 a.m., you're not going to be able to do that without feeling terrible at first. That's going to be a tough change to make. So be realistic about it. Create a plan for getting to that 6 a.m. number and get there slowly. Wake up 30 to 40 minutes earlier each day and work towards it. Don't put yourself in a situation where you try to do it the next day immediately. You try to make that change and maybe you do it for a few days, but it sucks. It, it really sucks. And so you don't stick with it. And you know what? It's a lot easier to do this, to wake up earlier when it's, it's like summertime and you wake up and it's sunny and there's life outside. In the winter, when you wake up at 6 a.m., it's dark out still. It's still dark out. It really sucks waking up when it's still dark out. So don't push yourself so hard because some article said, oh, if all these successful people wake up at 6 a.m. That doesn't have to be your situation. Figure out what works for you and then push through this inevitable suck that will come with that. Now, before I move on to the next step, let me tell you something about the circadian rhythm. It's basically your internal clock. It's how your body tells time and it repeats every 24 hours. A study found that disruption in circadian rhythm leads to weight gain, impulsiveness, slower thinking ability, and other behavioral changes. This clock is regulated by hormones, which are cortisol and melatonin. Cortisol is a stress hormone that keeps you active throughout the day. In healthy individuals, the level of cortisol spikes up in the morning and reduces during the night. On the other hand, melatonin is the sleep hormone, which reduces during the day and increases during the night. So... This takes us to the next step. Number three, get adequate sunlight when you wake up. Sunlight basically increases the level of cortisol in the body and therefore will make you feel more awake. That doesn't mean you have to spend hours sitting in the sun, of course. Just taking a brief walk or honestly, if you don't have access to the sun, get a sun lamp. They can be a little bit expensive, but getting a sun lamp or something that can give you a taste of sunlight, a taste of being outdoors when you're not able to be 
is a massive part of making this work, is a massive part of increasing your cortisol so that you can wake up easier, be more alert throughout the day because you've got more of it in your system and properly regulate your circadian rhythm. And that's not all. It also helps with sleeping better at night because if you get sunlight in the morning, you're not only going to get the right amount of cortisol, but as a reaction to that, your body is going to produce the right amount of melatonin at night as well. Then we get to number four. Get moving in the morning. Exercise is the perfect way to produce more cortisol in the morning. Make sure that your exercise moves from moderate to hard and at least spend 10 minutes on it. But getting some sort of exercise, whether it's walking or yoga or even just stretching, whatever it needs to be for you, getting that done can increase the cortisol levels in your body, which can help you wake up better and get into your day better, more productively. But again, also the counter to that is that you're able to produce more melatonin when nighttime comes. Now, to effectively incorporate this into your routine, change the environment around you. Before going to sleep at night, keep your workout clothes and shoes ready so that you know what you need to do when you wake up. Create a scenario, and I've talked about this on the show, create a scenario where you don't have to worry about making the decision in the morning, where you're able to just get up and get going. And then finally, number five, and and this is the most important one. In the evenings, it's important to turn off all lights or reduce the intensity of lights because it can help you fall asleep easily. Lights will reduce the production of melatonin because it thinks, your body thinks, hey, no, we're we're still up. What do you mean? Why are you trying to go to sleep? We're still awake right now. Your body is gonna go through that process if you're constantly around lights, especially blue light. So try using blue light free bulbs and install blue light filters on your phone, on your computer. There are plenty of free apps for this. Get blue light filtering glasses if you need to. Get blackout curtains for your room. Trying to reduce light bleed into your room at night is such an important part of getting high quality sleep because it allows your body to be certain that it is now sleep time. It's dark out, so we need to get to sleep. Let's produce the melatonin to make this person go to sleep. It's actually a really simple and elegant solution. Now, of course, there's some obvious things, limiting caffeine consumption, reducing alcohol consumption, all of these things that can help you be in a better place for sleep. But there's also routines, things like practicing meditation, going through your bedtime routine, journaling, all of these things that can help you wind down. So if you follow the five steps we just went through, they're all very basic but I can guarantee at least one or two of them you're not doing. If you actually go through and do the five things, then honestly, in a few days, you're going to find yourself with a better sleep routine, a better sleep cycle, and you're going to find yourself getting more energy and focus throughout the day. And that is the beauty of optimizing your sleep. So I hope this was helpful to you. This episode today was written by one of our new writers, Samridi Jen, and you'll be hearing that name a lot more going forward. She's an excellent writer. I'm super excited to keep working with her on this content, but I want to hear your thoughts. Reach out to the podcast at Tiny Leaps over on Instagram and let me know both what you think of having writers working on these episodes alongside me, because I think that'll help me produce even better content with more experiences for you. But also, if you have an idea for an episode, share it on Instagram, and maybe we can get it done for an episode as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I've been Greg Clunas. I encourage you to check out Tiny Leaps Plus if you are ready to take the next step on your personal development journey. Just head over to tinyleapsplus.com and join today for five 
dollars. Thank you again. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.